You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Sarah, how long have you had this? I don't know, like a a week? Do you understand this is like an actual serious I don't government know what it, document? No, I don't. I did not. No, you told I showed it to you no. and you said that it would be fine. No, that's not what I thought that you had. You had talked about it. I didn't realize this is actually what you had in your hand. I mean, I'm looking at this. This is serious. There are some actual legal ramifications for what you've done and you're pretty much out of time to do anything about it. Are you it. kidding? Don't. No, I'm not kidding. Greg. No, I'm not kidding. This is, we're going to have to get into this. I'm going to have to figure out a way for you to get out of this. I don't know if I can do it, but I'll, I'll, I'll try to coach you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today, but I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to our website, which is funemploymentradio.com. Dot com, C-O-M. You can also get there by going to .net. That's a little secret back way. Whoa, whoa. Throwing out the That's secrets. That's Greg's backdoor entrance. So throwing, throwing out the secrets. But the most important thing is going to that website and clicking on that Amazon link right there at the top of the page. It is the best way to shop online, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Also, we have our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, which is coming up on Thursday, February 2nd, Groundhog Day, two days from today, at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. You're just killing it right now, Greg. I'm, I'm just, like, knocking them out. You are. I'm knocking them out, knocking out the reads, nail, nailing the copy points, but now I'm talking, so I screwed it up. Um, yeah, so come on down. 6 p.m. is sign up. 6.30 is when we start. It's free to play. We have Reka Vodka is our fine sponsor. Reka Vodka, Icelandic Vodka. So we're going to have specials for that. Of course, they have all their taps going, too, for beer um, and great food. And also, we have great prizes from Asylum. Asylum here in Portland on the corner of 37th and Hawthorne across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Uh, so it's going to be a really, really fun night. We would love to see everybody out there that can make it out because it really um, – it's a, it, these events are – a really, really good time. And it is really helpful because, you know, we have, um, you know, it's always just fun to just up. hang out with everybody and plus, you know, other sponsors are there as well. And like, if you can show up, hang out, I mean, no skin off your nose. Yeah. No, no skin off your nose? I think that's what it is. What is that? I mean, it's 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 actually, it's a great time. It's going to be fun. I know. That's what I'm saying. No it's like no hassle. It's no hassle. You just go in and no have a great time. no skin off your nose. Yeah, it's a, it's a saying. How, how often do you use that saying? I've never heard you use that saying before. It's no skin off your nose. That sounds more like you're degrading him. Like, there's no skin off your nose. Well, there's so also the no skin off my teeth. No skin off. You've my never teeth. heard that? No, that is not a phrase. No, yes, the phrase it is. is by the skin of my teeth. No, no, no. It's no skin off my nose. Is like, oh, I, it doesn't bother me. No. Like s- okay, I I know what that means, but no skin off my teeth. Yeah, that's that the is same not thing. a phrase. No, that no, it's by the skin of my teeth. No, that's a phrase. No skin off my teeth. It's no skin off my teeth. Mm-hmm. That's no. Or no skin off my nose. No, that's not interchangeable. I'm telling you, that's not how that works. They're the same thing. Works. They're the same they're thing. They're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're not. But that's that's fine. We'll just leave it at that. It's no skin off your nose. Come on down to the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. You'll be sad if you miss it because we have a lot of cool shit that we're going to have there. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. Well, it started off <gasps> Greg, so well. Greg, okay, Greg, I had this idea when, we were dri- when I was driving to work today. 
Can I tell you something that I wanted to do for the bingo night? Sure. This I want my... ideas that you're going to just throw at me on the air before we've talked about them. What is it? All right. I think what would be fun is because we have some great prizes, of course, courtesy of PDX Asylum along with some other folks. And, PDX um, Asylum on Facebook. Like them there. And um, what I was thinking is we haven't really fully used one of the things that I've brought to the studio recently to its, its full potential. I was thinking that it would be fun to have... A keytar contest. Okay, how would a keytar contest? I think work? that we would have three people compete, and they would have like thirty seconds to play the keytar and not break it. And whoever plays the best keytar riff gets to win a prize. At oh, Bingo Night. that's not a bad this. idea. I thought it was pretty good. I was just thinking about it as I was driving down. I'm like, that would be hilarious. Okay, okay. A keytar contest. A keytar contest is not. A ter- well, it is a terrible idea, but I think that's a, actually something that could work out. A keytar contest, and then, I mean, I do have my accordion, but maybe we save it for just the keytar contest for this one. I think the keytar contest, because if someone could make A some- musical masterpiece that somebody could create in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. They don't get any practice beforehand. No practice. You just turn it on. You have 30 seconds to wow somebody with a keytar solo. Yes. Okay. I think it might be kind of amazing. And then it'll be like a bonus prize. It'll thing. be a bonus prize. Okay, mm-hmm. so come on down for the big keytar contest in the middle of bingo night <laughs> on Thursday, February 2nd. Oh, yep. Portland's best podcast. All right, so. Oh, it's being asked, would Sarah compete? She's good. I think I no. should probably give, I'll give a demonstration. Mm, okay, yeah, I can give a demonstration. Mm-hmm. No more than 30 seconds, though. And there is a rule, no whammy bar. I don't you're, want some drunk person snapping off the whammy bar. Okay, no whammy bar? But no whammy bar. The whammy bar. bar's right there. How would you not use it? Well, they're just going to have to exercise some self-control. I believe in them. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll lay down the rules while we're there, but that's uh, Thursday, February 2nd. Okay, let's get back to your uh, giant legal problem because we don't even know if you'll be there oh on Thursday. Oh, my God, Greg. Stop so, it. You're making what, my stomach hurt. Here's what Sarah got in the mail. Now, she had told me, she's like, oh, I got a jury summons, um, which I get them usually every year, and then I figure out a way to get out of them. This is – mine are just regular jury things, though. This, what Sarah got in the mail, which she just brought in here, looks like – when did this arrive? Um – I'm looking for a date on here just to see if it even says. Uh, okay, I don't know what the date is. Do you know what date you received this? I mean, I think like a week and a half ago. I'm going to guess it was more than a week and a half, week and a half ago based on the date of your report's date. Um, yeah, I'm going to guess you probably got this about a month ago. What? Did you get this in 2016? No, no. Okay. No, I didn't get that in 2016. Well, here's what it is. Sarah received a... Grand jury summons. So, Sarah, have you ever served on a jury before? I have not. I, I did. I actually did go to jury duty. Remember a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yep. Actually, um, a couple of years. I think two Januarys ago. Two I went Januarys and I ago. was yeah, and I. That's right. You did. You went out to like uh, Gresham or something. Yeah, I was like out that. in like um, in like Rockwood or something, just like way out there. And, yeah, I didn't get picked to be – or the case was dismissed or something. So I was picked to be a juror, and then they dismissed the case. So what you were dis- uh, picked for previously was just like a standard jury, like a trial jury, but then you never actually end up doing anything usually. Usually you don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. What you got picked for is a grand jury. What is the dif- is that a a gra- difference? Oh, there's a difference. And there is definitely a difference. So a grand jury is a way bigger deal. This is something where, generally speaking, from what I understand, you're on the you're you're in the courtroom for a week to a month at a time. 
a grand jury. Stop scaring me. I'm telling you the honest truth. You need to be scared straight here. The the thing is, since you, you're summoned for that, what a grand jury does, and my basic understanding, I know we have actual attorneys who listen to this show who are probably going to correct me on some of this. And if you're listening live right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live, maybe you can, uh, can let me know a little bit. Um, but a grand jury... Oh, and we've got some comments coming in. A grand jury is essentially you are the one who helps decide if something goes to trial. So they present all of the information to you. I don't want that responsibility. It's a huge responsibility, huge responsibility, and a very, very long time commitment. Uh, Tony in the live chat says, uh, oh, man, I had a coworker that got fed federal grand jury and had to go every Monday for six months. Oh my Edward God. says, I think here it is every Thursday is this, this for is six This is supposed months. to be a fun show. Yeah. No, I'm not joking. This is what it is. The problem is you've waited this long to get out of it. Now, normally, the way I usually do is, because let's be honest, it's not that, you know, it's not that we don't want to do our duty as, uh, you know. I did my duty. Working well. No, but, that changes. Every, you still get to call, get called back every two years. For me, it's every year. Too. It was, it it's like, it's been like two years and a day. Oh, yeah. No, it's, that's part of what it is. That's part of. Being a United States citizen, but the thing for us is where it's a really not good for us is the fact that we are independently employed. We run our business. Without you here, it's going to be very difficult for either of us to run this business. We are both required to be in attendance. That's why we don't get a lot of time off. That's why we work. We have to be here to work. And so uh, normally you can find a way to just explain to them, like, you know, this is going to be devastating to me financially and to my business. If I if I do this, I don't have the time and ability to do that. You've waited too long. So here's what I believe too long. I, I, I may still be able to do it to get you out of this, but uh, I'm really hoping because honestly, it will be kind of a, a lot of trouble for the for the for the job. But, but I mean, what the, else? I mean, am I I don't. All right. Well, not only Here's are we problem. small business owners, but I mean, like, I, I don't think that I would be good on a jury. Well, and plus, we're in the media. Yeah, but I don't think that really. That was matters. how I got out of it before. I mean, yeah, and I didn't get okay. Out. Well, because if you like, for example, if it's somebody that I've you know that we've talked about being in the media, and I've I've heard about it because I read the news. Sure. These are probably not going to be – you're probably not going to get the next OJ case. I doubt it's going to be that. It will be something else, probably some terrible crime that someone has committed that you'll be, you'll be there for. And, but this is, this is what's going on here. So since we probably waited too late to get you legally out of this as, as work, and I will check on it, but assuming we can't, we got to go a different route. We have to somehow make you undesirable. Uh, okay. Undesirable to serve on this jury, and there's, there's, I mean, obviously we're not, we're not going to. I mean, the go-to that everybody else is like, oh yeah, just sound like a racist. We're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to. We're going to. I don't even think that would work anymore, anyway. Yeah, yeah, seriously, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so no, we're not going to go that. What we have to do is make you seem unfit, unwell, unfit, because you're, because you're insane. We have to go with that route. You're too insane to serve on a jury. You're not a (laughs) rational person. So here's how we can do it. Okay, there's suggestions coming into the chat, and I would love to hear other people's suggestions. Keelan says uh, she should day drink before she shows up. Just show up drunk. I mean, is that that illegal? Um, You might get contempt of court for showing up 
drunk, I would think. I don't think they would take that too kindly. I'm sure there's some, I'm sure a judge would not be stoked on someone showing up for a, for a jury being intoxicated. So yeah, you might get out of it, but then you might have some other legal problems there. I think we need to go and talk. It's, ben says, eat some mushrooms. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Are you fucking kidding me? Inside of a courthouse? So Red Ranger in the live chat. <laughs> These are the names in our Fun Employment Radio live chat. If you want to subscribe, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. It is my favorite part of the day. Uh, so uh, Red Ranger says, it's a preliminary thing. You listen to evidence and decide if it should go to trial before another jury. So that's what it is. You're listening to evidence. You're analyzing evidence, and it's real, All right, real I'm boring. looking at this. All right, grand jury service is approximately one month. If you're unable to serve that period of time, the judge will make a determination whether or not you may be excused or due to hardship. Yeah, I can't do a month. No, this is why we have to. I'm going to have to coach you on how to get out of this. And how so to be crazy? I, I did it before. That the one that I went to that I got excused from, and I've talked about it with the very famous uh, teriyaki sauce maker from Portland. Oh yeah, who was we being went to sued. his house last year. We did. So that was a grand jury that I was on. I think for him, I believe that was a grand jury. Um, because it wasn't anyway, I got out of it eventually, but I had to be there for three straight days. So, here's how we need to get you out of this. We need to. <laughs> some, there's some great <laughs> suggestions coming through in the live chat, and this is wonderful. So, what I was thinking is, Joe, you need to do what you normally do when you're stressed out in a situation. Sweat. Sweat is one. Over talk. Over talk. Mm-hmm. Over talk. Do your your nervous over talking. That it's like like any kind of a sales situation, Sarah has a habit of just nervously talking and just just talking. It's like you don't even breathe. And it just goes and goes. I do breathe, but then like I keep I keep going because I'm just like I know I'm in a hole and I'm like, maybe if I say one more thing, mm-hmm. it, it's just gonna make it better. And then Most it just gets worse and it gets like, worse. Oh no, worse. I'm gonna cut my losses. I'm just gonna stop talking. Sarah doesn't do that. That's not her instinct. Her instinct is to just keep on talking until she finds a way maybe out of it or just digs deeper. Uh, so I think over talking to everyone the second you show up. Oh you God. want to annoy the hell out of everybody there. But they can't vote me off the island, can they? No, well, the jurors could complain about you. That's one way. Also, if you just keep talking to all of the people that are working there. I don't, but I can't do that. Oh, you can't. You know that I'm an extroverted introvert. You know that. You know that I get nervous around people that I don't know. And that's when you over-talk. No, but sometimes I also just am in my bubble. It all depends on how much coffee I've had, how I feel in the morning. This is where I was getting. we got to pump you full of coffee. (laughs) I mean, you're going to drink so much coffee. So there's going to be a bunch of coffee that you're going to drink. And so we'll get you all riled up. And we're going to have to make you a little bit nervous. So I'm going to make you do like fake. I'm already nervous. You don't have to make me nervous. I'll have to make you do like fake cold calls or something just to like throw you off. Because I know that would probably be a nightmare for you. And so we'll get you in there, and you just start chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting about everything. Oh, yeah. It's saying I might end up in contempt of court. Well, no. We don't want you to be in contempt of court. I don't want to be in contempt of this court. This is why we're balancing it. I'm very it. scared to go down there. This is why you're not showing up drunk. We're not going to give you contempt of court for that. You're not Do you ever think when you're going to a courthouse that, like, you might have, like, you might have drugs on you, even though you know you don't have drugs on you, but you think that somebody might have snuck drugs in your purse and then you're walking in and you have drugs on you? I generally don't worry that I have drugs in my purse. No, it's not really a concern I always think of someone like, snuck drugs on me and they're like, oh, do well, you Why have, would you they have... sneak drugs on you? I don't know. But that's the thing. Why would they do that? I don't know. You can't trust anybody. Well, if somebody wanted to frame anybody. you. Yeah, if somebody wanted to frame me and I'm going in, they're like, you like, have drugs. Honestly, I would 
uh, during the day, since we're both here at this studio where we broadcast from, I would probably have the most access to your purse. And I can tell you, I won't be slipping drugs into your purse. Like, what would that, why would anybody do that? Like, what are they, unless they wanted to frame you? Like, I mean, I guess I could try to frame you. I have you some something. enemies. You, you do have enemies, mm-hmm. but you think they're going to go through it and, and buy a bunch of drugs and then put them in <gasps> you your You can purse? be disqualified for having to pee too much? I have to pee all the time. Okay, yeah, that's that's part of it. Um, you do you do have to pee a lot. That's true, and uh, and that let's see. Looking through the chat here, some some different suggestions. Um, bring Sharky. Sharky, if for those of you who don't know who are newer listeners, Sharky is a stick toy where you pull this trigger and it's like a little animal mouth opens and closes. And um, Sarah used to have a really problem with He's talking to friend. him. Yeah, she gave it a voice and everything. You could bring Sharky along. That would probably be a good way to do it. Okay, wait. I don't have Sharky, but I have like uh, I have the the other clicky one in there. Maybe I should practice. Let me practice. Let me see. Because we have to make you seem too insane to and to, and just unfit, but not in contempt. You're just they're going to be like, no, we don't really want you here. You want it to be not that you're asking to be excused. You want them to be like, no, we don't want this this woman here. I have saber. Okay. Uh, Nipples also says in the live chat, go to jury selection and ICP makeup. Um, yeah, they probably wouldn't even let you in the court. All right, should so. I try to speak through this? That is very loud. Okay, so you're ca- walking into court. I'm very nervous. Yes, you're very nervous, which is good. Good. Think about the most nervous things. You drink some coffee. Slug down some coffee really quick. Okay. You know, get that in you. And imagine now, you're going to be stuck here for a month. Now, what are you going to do to seem like you were completely unfit to serve on this jury? So here, we'll sit down. I'm a juror next to you right now. And we're sitting down, and we're just waiting for things to happen. Hello there. Sarah is using the stick toy to talk to me, not making eye contact with me, just pointing the stick toy. Are you excited to maybe be on a grand jury today? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. What do you have there? That's... This is actually how I speak. I don't know if you ever met someone like me. I'm what you call a sick puppet person. Oh, a sick puppet person? A sick puppet person. A stick puppet a sick person. A pu- sick puppet person. Whereas I don't really feel comfortable speaking in my human form, so I like to speak through my stick puppet. So you can call me Saber. <laughs> Your name is Saber. Yes, it's because of my big teeth right there. Yes, uh, the stick puppet is a saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Well, that's good. Do you anyway, think that's good? Uh, I'm, no, I'm just... Oh, I'm, I'm still, you're still at the thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, that's fine. Well, it looks like uh, the judge is getting ready to talk, or, or actually the bailiff or whatever, the, the court clerk. The court clerk is coming over to talk oh, to you. Oh, it's very exciting. All right. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for coming down here today. You know, I just wanted to address all of you as a group really quick to say... Uh, you know, thank you for uh, for participating in our process here as as citizens of the United States of America. You know, this is our our obligation, and we really do appreciate you taking the time, ma'am. I noticed that you've got a what's going on right there. I'm I'm not sure what you're holding. Hi, you... yes, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just not really comfortable going anywhere without my stick puppet. I really feel actually the most at ease when uh, he does the speaking for me. Um, he's very smart. And I wouldn't. I would definitely think that he would be a very wonderful person to have on your jury. He's very open-minded, um, very well-spoken, um, very just a, a all-around okay. go-get-em attitude. All right. Well, ma'am, I'm sorry. You're not really allowed to bring in something like that here into the courtroom. Uh, this is this is kind of. I'm sorry. We're, we're going to have to ask you to leave that at home. I mean, well, that's just not possible. I mean, if you if 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 you would like me to serve on the jury, I can't. I I can't. I I can't. I can't. I can't. See, there you go. Yep, yep. 
go into that. That was good. That was good. Okay, thanks. Just just start freaking out. I can't. I can't. I'm I clacking can't. a lot. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay, I think that might get you out. Oh, he's my emotional support animal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can. <laughs> yes. Okay, that is definitely a way I think that we might be able to do this. I think bringing the stick animal, animal pumping you full of coffee. I mean, we might give you some Red Bulls, too. I mean, you're going to oh, be... Oh, I don't like Red Bull. You're, exactly. You're going to be jacked up on caffeine. Or Vicky says they're not going to fall for that, so you're not going to seem weird enough for this to work. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at being crazy. Yeah, because it comes are. Because I am. Because it's all under the surface. It's just there. But We've you have to let it before. out. I can't... Let it out. No, but I have to pretend because I can't let it out. Um, because then it doesn't go back in. All right. Another suggestion coming from the chat. Just tell the judge one of your titles is half doctor because Sarah's father in That's actuality is a doctor. That's how it so works. So she claims to be a half doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could you could try to do that. Should you I could, give my medical expertise? Exactly. Try to be a know-it-all for everything. And, and just be like, well, as a half doctor, I just want to give my medical advice on what's happening right here. And just explain something that's going on. Like, oh, that's wonderful. Say it's for a trial of somebody slipping and falling on the ice or something oh, like that. Well, as a half doctor, let me tell you this. I mean, it can be very treacherous outside when it's slippery. Um, what you like to do is alternate a cold compress and a hot compress. Make sure you take some ibuprofen, 6 Okay, ma'am, ma'am, milligrams. ma'am, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, you, you're, this is not your turn can you to ca- speak. Ex- half doctor, ma'am? Can you just call me that, please? Okay, if you tell that to a judge, yeah, you're going to get kicked <laughs> out right <laughs> That's going to get you contempt of court. <laughs> um, actually, we have some judges that listen to this show, so I wonder what their opinions are going to be on this. If you listen to the show, please help me. <laughs> Bottom line is, like, financially, I can't afford for you to go do this for a month, so that's really what it comes down to. Um, I think we're on a good track here, though. You've really scared me. Fine line between contempt and just, you know, getting committed and just right in that line to where they don't want you. It feels kind of good to have a stick animal in my hand again. Yeah, see, this is a problem. This is why, why, well, also a good thing because I think this comes very naturally for you. It does. It does. Yeah, it's very unnerving. I don't think we're going to have any problem at all. Uh, Headline by uh, Keelan here, just put in there. Headline Local podcaster jailed for telling judge what to call her. Yeah, judges don't like that. They don't, I believe, like that at all. Um, all right, that's a lawyer once told me uh, during jury selection they don't like people with very strong opinions one way or another, no matter how informed they are. Okay. All right. There's so so be very yeah. Keep on keep on talking about your medical expertise. About <laughs> now you're a half doctor. What medical school? Did you get? Well, my dad went to OHSU, but so I basically <laughs> went there as well. Um, <laughs> I, I really feel like I've learned a lot over the years being then, a half doctor. And then question anybody else who questions your ability. I'm oh, sorry, I'm st- do you have – you, are you a half doctor? Yeah. What kind of medical expertise do you have? Because I'm half doctor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, be just slightly you know, confrontational if someone's questioning your ability. Just not, not over the line. You've got to balance that line. Don't get arrested. But just balance the line. To oh, so you think they you, don't want you. You think you know better than me. That's what you're saying. Oh, that's good. That's a smug reaction right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what, off-putting. What are your medical credentials Oh, again? Yeah. Oh, that's definitely off-putting. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You don't have any? Oh, <laughs> you're at the back of an aspirin bottle, and you think you can tell me what to do? Me, a half doctor? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't so. want to be around you. Yeah, I think this would work. I think this could work. Well, this is going to be our best option right now. I'm going to see what I can do just from a business Can you really standpoint. do something about it, please? I'm going to try. 
I'll make a phone call. This is making my stomach hurt. I don't like being around. Well, I'm sure everybody feels this way, particularly at this point, but I don't like being around authority figures because I always feel like I'm going to be arrested for well, something. Well, as you said, you just think that you're smuggling drugs for some reason. I am. Of note, Sarah, as far as my knowledge, does not smuggle drugs. I don't smuggle drugs. I'm not a drug smuggler. But yet you have this fear that you are smuggling drugs. I always do. Like, don't you, don't you ever fear when you say something like, what am I doing that's illegal right now? Yeah, but who's going who's gonna to put drugs in your purse? I don't know. Why would someone do that? I don't know. It's, a, it's called like, an irrational fear for I mean, a reason. For somebody who is dealing drugs, I think the one thing they don't want to do is give them away. That's well, yeah, probably that's what we've the number talk, one always talked about with Halloween candy, yeah. Yeah, nobody wants to give away their drugs. I mean, I know that much. So I don't think anybody's going to slip drugs into your purse, like I said, unless they want to frame you, unless it's one of your enemies. And maybe you do have some enemies that would want to frame you for that. Maybe I do. Maybe you do. Have you pissed anybody off lately? Yes. Okay. Probably. Well, well probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure we all have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know see, no matter how hard you try, there's always going to be those people in life that just don't like you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I saw one of them the other day where, like, I've tried for years to win this person over, and they like everybody around me but me, and I'm like, no. Okay. You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Like, there's absolutely, like, this kind of look at you, like, like a toleration. Mm-hmm. Like, Okay. Yeah, you're That's here. cute. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that person's trying to frame you by slipping drugs. That's exactly purse. why. I mean, I might have left my, this, I saw this person, <laughs> get that, they were Sarah. near my bag. They could have slipped some <laughs> illegal drugs in there. I mean, that's a lot of effort to go through. Well, anyway, assuming uh, Sarah's not in, arrested, incarcerated, uh, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night this Thursday. Heck yeah. Saloon. 4847 Southeast Division. Now, with a keytar contest. <laughs> I don't know, should we do that? We should have people vote whether or not they should or not. It's really fun to play, and the spoiler alert is that it's actually an automatic keytar, so you don't really have to don't play. Don't spoil that. Then that just ruins kidding. the whole contest. Actually, you do have to play the top part. What was that? Uh, yeah, you do have to play the top part. Maybe I should play some. No, anybody who use the, uses the automatic play thing on it instantly disqualified. <laughs> you got to actually play this guitar. Wow, Greg, throwing the gauntlet. Hey, man, I want to see a star. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my random world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, a teenager in Pennsylvania with the last name of Cheese, was one of two people suspected in a pizza delivery theft. Uh-oh. Cheese, like C-H-E-E-S-E? Yes, like the most delicious cheese? food in the world. Yes. That's Sheldon cool. Cheese, 17 uh, years old, uh, and Logan Matthew Alexander, 18, of Littlestown, Pennsylvania, robbed a man while he was delivering pizzas on January 24th. Police say that Mr. Cheese knocked on the delivery uh, driver's door while Alexander stood behind the car and pointed a gun at the man. The man then said Cheese and Alexander uh, took $25 and two pizzas from him before they fled into a nearby wooded area. Isn't it Pennsylvania one of the places where the clowns were in the woods? Maybe. I thought so. Yeah. Well, police were able to locate Alexander's vehicle near the scene with Cheese's ID, ID inside, and the victim was able to identify... Mr. Cheese as one of the suspects. Oh, man. Uh, now, law requires Cheese to be tried as an adult due to the nature of the crime, and he's been held in a 
County Prison. Whoa. That's like a... It's a bigger one, isn't it? County uh, Prison? I think so. Is it... Jail's smaller than prison, right? Prison's bigger than jail. I think prison's bigger than jail. Yeah, he's being... Yeah. Well, he's being held in County Prison with $75,000 bail. Okay. Uh, yeah. there's jail, so- prison, and penitentiary. What's the difference... Isn't it penitentiary? Penitentiary, yeah, that's a prison, right? And there's federal prison. Well, that's a whole different thing. Do you yes, ever? We all know that. Do you finish it? Yeah. No, I know. That... I know what it is, but I stopped. I stopped finishing it. I know. Years ago, because I'm like, I probably shouldn't keep saying that. No, I know, but everyone says like, I think Anybody people of seen... a certain age, anyone who's seen Office Space, yeah, that's all you think. Yeah. <laughs> Every time it's like, oh no, that's the that's the serious one. Yep. <laughs> okay, I put. Love this new iTunes. Love it. All right. Next up, it's a big, heavy Florida store uh, news today, Greg. There wasn't really a lot going on except for in Florida. At a Gulf Shores, Florida, man is behind bars after he posed as an employee at a local shrimp basket, which is a delicious. Wait, shrimp basket is the name of the restaurant. Shrimp basket is the name of the restaurant. He posed as a shrimp basket employee and stole eighty pounds of seafood. From the shrimp basket. Uh, the Gulf Shores Police Department arrested Maurice Morissette. That's a name. Wait, what is it again? Maurice Morissette. Maurice Morissette. Oh, that's a good name. That is a good name. Maurice Morissette. Maurice Morissette. 42 years old of Mobile. What kind of name is that? Is that a Maurice Morissette? I don't know. I mean, that's a good singer's name. Maurice are, are you thinking of Alanis Morissette? Well, a is little bit, why? but I mean, this the alliteration is a little bit better with Maurice Morissette. Maurice Morissette sounds really good. Um, he sounds like he could have had like a like a one hit wonder, like soft jam single in mm-hmm. like the 1990s. Part of a group. He was like the second mm-hmm. singer. He sounds like he could be could have been like the the third the third member of All for One singing "I Swear." Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Along Maurice Morissette in the background. He's like kind of in uh-huh. the shadows. Like he's not really one of the front runners, yeah. but he's kind of he's wearing sunglasses and crooning. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Never going to get the attention of the lead singer. Never I mean, going to. But be, you know what? It's those not going to be a Bobby Brown. Still that's cash those checks. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Maurice Morissette has been charged with one count of third degree burglary, resisting arrest, attempting to elude police, failure to obey a police officer, and reckless endangerment and use and or possession of marijuana. He's currently being held in, the, in Gulf Shores until he can be transported to a different jail. So what happened is in early January, he entered uh, the Tillman's Corner location of Shrimp Basket and asked an employee if he could borrow some shrimp. <laughs> Wait, he wanted to bo- Wait, well, how would you borrow some shrimp? I don't know. So the owner, like Eddie Spence... i shrimps, please. Eddie Spence says, uh, when he asked the employee, the employee told him they didn't... <laughs> they didn't lend out shrimp. We don't own shrimp here. And Maurice Morissette said, okay, and walked out. <laughs> now... Did he say what he wanted to borrow them for? No. Well, soon after that, a delivery truck... I mean, I would if I were that employee, I at least would have asked that. I would have asked... Her, well, what do you want them for? Yeah. You know, before, obviously I wouldn't have loaned them to him, but I want to find out what his excuse That's was. That's true. Why does one borrow some shrimp? What's he going to do with it? That Maybe he's got really... a legitimate reason. Okay, give me one legitimate reason <laughs> as to why you'd borrow shrimp. Well, I mean, uh, you got to <laughs> think you got to return them if you're just borrowing them. So maybe he's a shrimp tester or no, because then you'd eat them. Maybe you just wanted to smell the shrimp to see if. He bought some shrimp, and he doesn't know if they're fresh, so he wants to smell some fresh shrimp to see if the ones he bought Can I buy your shrimp so I can smell it? Yeah, I just want to see if they're fresh. That's so creepy. That's even worse than asking to borrow shrimp if I you ask if you could smell the I shrimp. I can't think of why else you would borrow a shrimp. 
I mean, because you have to return That's it. That's how you're your mind it. works. Like you think it, you, the only reason that you would ever borrow shrimp is so you could smell it. That's like well, well, give the me another reason. Thing. Why would you borrow a shrimp? Uh, to see, because you're trying to figure out how to like uh, have a nice shrimp place setting for a dinner that you're throwing, and you want to have some practice shrimp to lay out Just to see which display. Because you want to have a nice shrimp display. And you need to practice your shrimp display. So you're gonna borrow them, take them to a table, and lay them out. Yes, and just see, see how, how you should practice your shrimp. And then give them back after you're done. So you it's know. Better how to... than sniffing them. Well, I mean, we've got different options here. Uh, David says food photographer. I just, I just want to take some pictures of your shrimp, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can I borrow your shrimp for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he asked to borrow the shrimp. Uh, the employee said they didn't lend out the shrimp, and he said, okay, and walked out. <laughs> well, all right, dude. I well, tried. around that same time, a delivery truck soon arrived at the rear of the building. The suspect noticed the delivery truck and decided to walk around the back of the building. Um, so the delivery driver, so instead of him getting the shrimp from the employee, he took the shrimp from the delivery driver, saying that he was a shrimp basket employee, and got 80 pounds of shrimp from the delivery driver who was delivering them to the yeah, shrimp basket. Hey, I mean, cut I gotta out the say, middleman. That's a good move. Cut out the middleman. It's a solid move. Crime of opportunity right there. Yeah, so the delivery driver gave it gave him 80 pounds of shrimp. He thought he was an employee. Uh, a few days before Maurice Morissette's arrest, uh, he said a man... Let's see. So, uh, so a man reportedly came into a different location with sunglasses and a hat on, asking for two <laughs> boxes of, sh- of fish, saying that he worked at a different shrimp basket location. Oh, uh, yes, hello. I work at the other shrimp basket location. Well, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm here to deliver the shrimp to the other... <laughs> he did wow. not remove his hat or his sunglasses. The cook went back to the cooler, got it, gave him the two boxes of shrimp, and then he walked out the door with it. Well, he was identified and arrested, and now they have confiscated all of his shrimp and fish. Wow. In Indian Town, Florida, it's all just Florida news, I swear, there's nothing else going on. And if it was, it was awful. So we're going to go Florida, 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 Florida. Okay. Indian Town, Florida, 73-year-old woman has avoided a trip to jail after a man decided not to press charges after she apparently threw a huge bucket of cherry Kool-Aid on him for no reason. That's kind of rude. It is. Just for no reason at all? This is a 73-year-old woman. Okay. Uh, She threw this at an 86-year-old man. Oh. Uh, So... He was identified as the victim, uh, told sheriff's deputies that he and his 80-year-old friend were walking their dogs around his golf cart. The incident occurred about 7 o'clock in the morning uh, at Indianwood Circle in Indianwood, Florida. So the victim said the 73-year-old woman, so he just smiled hello and waved good morning to her. Oh, and she just threw? The 73-year-old woman started yelling at him for smiling at her. Uh, He then said she grabbed a bucket that was with her and threw red water on him. The victim said he didn't want to press charges, and want, but wanted her to stay far away from him. The 73-year-old woman told deputies she threw the liquid, saying it was cherry Kool-Aid. A bucket of cherry Kool-Aid that she happened to have with her at 7 o'clock in the morning. She told the deputy the victim is, and his friend smiled at her, and she knows that they did it in a malicious manner. <laughs> wow, that is the definition of a she crabby old lady. She said the victim looked like he was up to trouble, so she threw Kool-Aid on him. The 86-year-old man was up to trouble? The 86-year-old man. Who just smiled at her? Who and just that was... smiled at her. <laughs> uh, the report in no way states why the 73-year-old woman was apparently hauling around a bucket of Kool-Aid at 7 o'clock in the morning. Who has a bucket of Kool-Aid? I don't know. I mean, Kool-Aid's delicious sometimes. I mean, it's refreshing. Yeah. Put a little vodka, especially like something like Reka vodka. Uh-huh. That would be the best. Oh, Reka vodka Kool-Aid. I'm sure that's how they want to market their product. <laughs> <laughs> 
out of Jupiter, Florida. Greg, have you ever um, been involved in a homeowners association? Uh, no. Okay, so there isn't one in your neighborhood. Well, that's no, no. That's like Richie. My, that's like... my neighborhood does not have a homeowners association. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I uh, don't leave needles in your yard. <laughs> I know I seem like a very classy fancy, man. classy gentleman when I talk about my house in Southeast Portland, which is a nice house. When I live next door to my meth head neighbors, or now the Russian gangsters. No, we do not have a homeowners association in our neighborhood. Okay. I know a lot of people have to deal with that. I it's not something. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, gonna, I missed the best deal with it. comment uh, in our chat room at funemploymentradio.com/live uh, about the Kool Aid story. Really quick, uh, Ben asked when she threw it. I hope she yelled, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I love a Kool Aid joke. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so South Florida Repeat man. Repeat that joke over and over when you go into trial and just say that over. Oh and over. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the defendant has been charged with. <laughs> Criminal intent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just keep saying that. Should I have him say it? Oh, yeah. That's enough. Out of Jupiter, Florida, a South Florida man has been arrested after he was caught on surveillance video smashing feces onto a car that belonged to the president of the homeowners association that he was a part of. He did not like the president of his HOA. Oh, boy. So he smeared feces. HOAs seem like they cost a lot of money. They sure do. Uh, Alexander Ankudovin, oh, whatever, I'm just calling him Alexander. I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. Uh, is accused of smearing feces on the Dodge Charger that, be- that belonged to Ronald Perholtz, who is the president of the Riverwalk Community HOA um, in Jupiter, Florida. According to a Jupiter police report, Perholtz found feces on his car in October and said he was being targeted by Alexander because of disagreements about the HOA rules. Uh, Perholtz, well, that, some of them are real strict. Like, you can't paint anything on your house different. You have to have... have to mow your lawn a certain... Yeah. Yeah, everything's got to be... Yeah, it's a color. lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money, and you have to like keep like upkeep or else you get penalized or something, right? Yeah, I'm not really sure what you get for the HOA. It depends on the situation... I kid you not, I was looking up today just randomly. I was looking up condos just to see how much they were. Totally random thing, but it happened to be an HOA thing. There's a con- there's an apartment building on Division and um, 60-something here in Portland that has been converted into condos, and the HOA fee per month is $300 for an apartment that's now a condo on Division and 66. That's the kind of stuff that you have to pay. Wait, is that the... the $300 dolphin? a month, is per the, month. The dolphin, whatever that one is? Mm, no, it's not that one. Okay, that was the peeping one. No, it's not the peeping one. Okay. But anyway. So what does the HOA cover? I don't know. Uh, yeah, $300 per month for, for the 66th division or 62nd division, something like that. Wow. Um, I mean, generally speaking, like in an apartment, in a condo thing, they'll mow the lawn... Uh, You're paying someone three hundred dollars a month to mow your lawn. Uh, yeah, or do the siding if it needs done, maybe. But how often is that? I don't really know. Hmm. All right. Well, that's a uh, lot of money a month. Yeah, Perholt said that he was being accosted by Alexander because of disagreements about the homeowners association rules. Perholt showed police surveillance video of a man he identified as Alexander smearing faces on his car. Alexander denied having any involvement, even being after being told that he was captured on video. I didn't do it. That wasn't me. An officer warned Alexander that any more attempts to harass Perholtz would result in his arrest. Well... Harass he did. Perholtz called police again to report another incident of yet more feces smeared on his car. Oh man, he went back again. New jam, like you gotta 
Mix it up a little. If you have to go back, yeah, if you go back again, you're really, I mean, if you got away with smearing feces one time, you and know, Especially if you were caught on video and you said it wasn't you, like, all right, don't do it again. And you got away with it? Okay. But yeah, you go back and do it a second time, yeah. you're just, you're asking to be caught. So he did go back a second time, and this time he was, in fact, caught, and he was arrested on a stalking charge, and he was later released from jail on a bond. And I have a final story. Out of Although for 300 Florida. bucks a month, if somebody wanted to smear feces on my car once a month and they pay me $300, I got a hose. I'd be all right with him. I think it's the saddest thing you've ever said. What? I mean, I got a hose. I'll just hose it off. And then somebody gives me $300 once a month. I mean, once a month. Imagine that. On your car, once a month, somebody smeared feces on the hood. But you got $300 in exchange for it. Would you do it? Like how many feces? I don't know. Feces on the hood. I mean, nothing that can't be washed off. It's not the inside of the car. It's just on the outside of the car. Hundreds of them? I don't know. It's it's like one... Okay, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. I mean, I'm just saying... If that was the deal somebody wanted to work out, <laughs> smear a little bit of... I mean, I'd probably do it. Wow, we're always looking for new sponsors. Hey, if you want to smear feces on bucks a month, I mean, car for $300 a month. <laughs> Just one time a month? Yeah, I, I can deal with that. Have the thing go, fully washed in detail you know, for like 50 bucks. I think this might be one of your better business ideas, because I think we might be able to find somebody for this. <laughs> I mean, it's 300 I'm not negotiating on that. Not going any lower. Not going lower. He's not going to lower his standards. He's a classy gentleman. You know, when he's talking about feces being smeared on his car. Oh, Greg, you really set the gold standard there. I'm just saying. You would take it. Like, do I have... I don't have a hose. You don't have to watch them. It's just like one day, it's just one, when it works, is, that's been the middle of the night, and one morning you walk out, it's like, oh, they did it last night. All right, well, All right, gotta so go wash the day, car. one day, like, between the first and the last of the month, at yeah. some point, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> there's going to be some feces <laughs> on your car. But then there's a $300 check just sitting in your mailbox. Or cash. I'd Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'd let someone smear feces on my car. Yeah. Wait, how many feces, though? Like, is it all covered with it? As much as... No, it's not going to be all covered. It'll be like a patch. Be on your windshield or something. Okay, just a patch? Oh, yeah. well, totally. I mean, they can't, like, save up for a month and, like, there'll be rules as far as that. Like, it's not going to be looking like Extremo of the Clowns van, right? Where it's, like, no, all it's not going to be that brown much. And covered. Although, really, at that point, you're just washing it, running it through a car wash. Yeah, I'd do it. I mean, I'm just saying. All right. Things to think about. This is what goes through my mind. Get rich quick schemes. (laughs) Well, a Florida man has been arrested after he was accused of wearing a SpongeBob outfit and breaking into a house and watching a sleeping woman. Oh. Ah, In a SpongeBob outfit? In a SpongeBob outfit. That sounds like something Kenny would do. That does sound like something Kenny would do. Didn't he do that to you once? Not in the SpongeBob outfit, but like stand over your bed while Kenny, you're sleeping. Kenny B, who uh, works here for Fun Employment Radio sometimes, he, um, yeah, he stayed the night at my house one time during a Bridgetown Comedy Festival because he couldn't, he couldn't go home. His girlfriend was mad at him, and so he, <laughs> so he crashed at my house, and I woke up 
with my room being upstairs, I woke up to Kenny staring over my bed. Hey, what's your Wi-Fi password? (laughs) God damn it, Kenny. God damn, Kenny. All right, so this guy was broke into a house and stood over a sleeping woman wearing a Spongebob outfit. That's horrifying. So this guy's name is Stephen Charles Kirkland. He's 32 years old. He's arrested and charged with burglary, loitering, and prowling, along with trespassing. Well, the poor, poor victim, who had been sleeping on a couch in her home, called police after she woke up to find Kirkland standing over here dressed as a Spongebob, or dressed as as Spongebob. Uh, Before police could arrive, Kirkland ran off still resplendent in his Spongebob outfit. Nearly half an hour later, he was spotted outside of another home in the area looking through a window at a woman getting dressed. It's not known if he was wearing a Spongebob outfit during that incident. While police were able to chase Kirkland, he attempted to hide in a trash can, but they were able to remove him from the trash can and he was arrested. If you're trying to be in disguise... Why would you dress as something that doesn't blend well, in? Well, there's a number of issues here that you would have to think about. Just why SpongeBob, though? What made him choose that? It's stories like this that make me very happy. I live on, like, the third floor. Also, that's another thing you could show up for for your court appointment in a SpongeBob outfit. <laughs> no, but this is Portland. People do, like, weird shit all the time. Like, I'm kooky. That's true. Yeah. Have you ever seen Trekkies? Yeah. There's the woman who actually went to court for... Uh, she was on like some trial for weeks, but she believed she was a. Uh, I can't remember what she was in the Federated Army, but uh, anyway, she showed up in her Trek outfit. That's amazing. Federation of Planets, excuse me. Somebody's gonna already was furiously typing an email oh, right when Greg. I said that. Oh, Greg. United Federation of Planets. All right, well there you have it. Don't just don't don't stand over anybody sleeping wearing a, sponge, a SpongeBob outfit unless. You're Kenny, and you're staying at Greg's house, and you can... He's lucky he was outside of kicking distance, because my instant reaction is just like... Yes, Greg, your instant reaction is ninja, I'm sure of it. I'm sure it it wasn't... (laughs) Well, no, that was it. It was more of a spazzing, but then I would have kicked. All right. Okay, there you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. Crazy, um... Crazy for feeling so lonely. It's the song part of our podcast right now where I croon for everyone. Please don't. I don't think that that's crooning. I've had too much coffee. Uh, Yeah, you think because you stole all of it. Yeah, well, good thing we're filming today. All right. uh, We need to tell them what time, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh, Well, yeah, I'll work on that. Uh, Let's see. I had a tiny bit of ball talk, but maybe we don't have time. Maybe I'll spare it for tomorrow. Okay. Oh, no, but we have a guest tomorrow. We can do it before the guest. Okay, we'll do it before the guest tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Well, and actually, he's involved in music anyway, so it kind of does work out like that. Uh, we've got Larry Crane joining us tomorrow, which is going to be fantastic, celebrating just the, coolest. the anniversary of Jackpot recording. So that's going to be really cool. Um, so Larry's going to be joining us on tomorrow's episode of Fun Employment Radio. Before we go too far, though, I do want to say a big thank you to... Next Adventure. Oh, Next Adventure, the wonderful. Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. Go there, take a look at everything they've got. They are a wonderful website. It, well, that's their website. They've got their wonderful location here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. Um, anything you can ever think of that you would need for outdoor activities, that's the place to go. And they also have great sales going on all the mm-hmm. time. I like checking on their website, nextadventure.net, and taking a look at what they've got going. Right now they had some waterproof boots that I'd really 
need that I actually might be purchasing. Oh my God, I know. Did you say it's going to snow again? Yeah, it might be snowy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, but anyway, um, it, there's there's all kinds of amazing stuff there. So either go into their location here in Portland, Stark and Grand, right here in Portland, Oregon. When you buy something from them, let us know. Post it on Twitter, tag at Fun Up Radio, tag them, uh, or just send us an email saying, hey, went and shopped there. Right now, they've got on their website, nextadventure.net. So if you buy and you're uh, on there, the new year, new gear, save up to 70%. They've got 70% off right now. On a bunch of different uh, things. That's amazing. It's seriously, and I'm I'm not kidding. Do like, they have the? They have. Don't those... go to one of those big giant uh, places. Go, go next adventure. They have the shoe chains too. Oh yeah, they there do as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They do have those. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Damn! They have ski goggles on sale for like hundred dollars off because all that stuff from last year is now on sale. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. Buy something from there. Anyway, <laughs> nextadventure.net. Awesome. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Thursday, of course, our bingo night at the Landmark Saloon. Landmark Saloon. And uh, we'll be there. Sign up, start at 6. Bingo starts at 6.30. It's free. You have nothing to lose. It's going to be so much fun, and we're looking forward to hanging out with you there. And a keytar competition of some kind <laughs> will happen during that night. A guitar competition. Come down and hang out with us. A big thank you to Reka Vodka and Asylum for the prizes. All right. I think we've done it for today. I think we've done it for today. Yes, indeed. Tomorrow, Larry Crane on the show. Uh, regular time tomorrow, broadcasting live at noon. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe if you'd like to be a big supporter of us. It's $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Eat Food Already. We'll be on at about 5 p.m. or so. It's a damn good show. Check it out. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up, my friends. Bye. Mind vest. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.